Welcome to the Value Investor TV podcast. This is a podcast that helps you grow your wealth and become financially independent. My name is Beko and my partner, Hari. This is episode 28, Price to Earnings in Detail. Now, we talked about, uh, before we do that, actually, let's, let's do a quick review of what we did. So in the last two episodes, we talked about the checklist. Again, if you haven't listened to that, please go ahead and do. And if you want our checklist, email us at info at valueinvestor.org, O-R-G, or tweet us or uh, follow us on Instagram, whatever whatever channel, re- uh, reach us and we'll provide the checklist. Again, so that's what we covered in the last episode. In this episode and another episode moving forward, we're going to talk about the valuation metrics in a little bit more detail. We covered the kind of summary of valuation metrics in previous episode. We talked about we talked about valuation ratio, we talked about financial ratio, we talked about operational ratios. And in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna dig a little bit deeper into few valuation ratios, actual ratios, in a little bit more detail. In this episode, we're gonna talk about the price to earnings, PE, as a lot of people call it. Um, and this is this is you know, this is one of the valuation ratios that is widely used. You know, very, very widely used, and people talk about this um, as kind of the the first entry point into the valuation measurements. I think a lot of people talk about PE, and then they'll branch off into different, different how you, you know different ways to dice uh, dissect the valuation uh, ratios. But again, this is this is kind of the entry point into the valuation um, discussion. So let's before before we before anything else, let's dive into the definition of it. What is price to earnings? Hari, what is price to earnings? So there's there's a couple ways you can say that. It's price, which is the current share price, divided by earnings per share. <clears throat> so price per share divided by earnings per share gives you price to earnings. The other way to do it is the total market cap uh, of the company divided by um, earnings. the earnings of the net income of the company. Mm-hmm. And those two numbers give you the same ratio. Uh, and what that number tells you is how expensive or cheap you know it is, right? Um, and that that is something that you should be using on from an annual basis. So it's not a quarterly ratio. It is a you know you you would have to have four quarters or uh, um, or one full year of uh, reporting. So yeah. typically you want to do that on <clears throat> calendar years, you know, so the company has a fiscal year 2016, 2017, 2018. Um, you can also do it on a trailing 12 month basis, which is the last four quarters. If we're in Q3, then you're actually using Q4 of last year and then Q1, 2, and 3 of this year uh, to measure it. Um, what really oh go yeah. ahead or, or you can annualize the quarter also yes so you can just you just take the net income and times four yeah and people do that also so the, the yeah so you, you want to do that in businesses though that have very stable quarter to quarter earnings no rather, seasonal fluctuations yeah seasonal fluctuations are a big deal so you should be careful of that yeah um so anyway let's you know the thing is that, that about the pe ratio is that it's a lot often used, um, and it's often used poorly, right? Um, because what happens is that people look at the number, they say, "Oh, it's less than ten, or it's less than eight, and then it's cheap, or it's greater than twenty, or it's greater than 30. Well, so none of that takes into account 
all of the other factors that come into you know what's going on with the company, right? Company with a PE of of seven who has a a declining business that may be expensive, mm -hmm. right? Because their next year's earnings may not even match you know the current year's earnings, yeah. right? Uh, and then you have a business that has a PE of twenty. Well, and you may say, well, twenty seems high when you know the average you know is fifteen for the stock market, but at twenty the company's uh, Earnings are growing at forty percent, you know, forty percent a year. So, uh, a PE of twenty may actually be a reasonable number in that in that scenario. Now, you know, it's tough to just make those you know kind of generalizations. Mm -hmm. You also have to remember that sometimes companies take uh, non cash expenses, um, you know, and and that can change the way that the nature of the business. Um, so when a, a a non-cash expense uh, is accounted for. You know, you see a lot of these stock databases where you know people screen for price-to-earnings ratios below a certain number. Well, the company actually has a PE of seven when you account for this non-cash expense that they took on the earnings. That's a one-time thing and shouldn't be really used, you know, in the measurement. And so they, then they miss those, you know, those companies. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really careful about using this because first you should what you should do is adjust the earnings for you know one time changes um, if they are discontinuing yeah. businesses yearly changes yeah, yeah. Th those kind of things need to be accounted for and removed mm -hmm. um, so that that helps you get a real you know a real PE yeah. right and then that that number is more accurate than uh, some of the other uh, m ways of measuring the business, right? Yeah. But I think what I like to do personally, maybe you could chime into this also. What I like to do is I like to take earnings for the last three years or four years and then average them out. Just take a, uh, just take a, a mean, um, yeah, a mean of that, and then uh, and then use that as earnings and divide it by the price, or yes. price divided by that. Right? Yeah. So in the event that a company isn't growing at a crazy rate. You know that that is a very effective way because it tells you more accurately what the earnings are, right? Uh, also, if they're declining quickly, you you know you you kind of want to make sure. Um, but if this is more of a seasonal problem, or they had a one year that was just bad for whatever reason, mm -hmm. that that may affect you know how you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that that number is kind of helpful you know, and identifying it when you use those three, the three-year average, because then you can look at a three-year average from five years ago, 10 years ago, yeah. and a three-year average now, and then kind of have a um, understanding of their growth rate, right. you know, right. like their stability of their earnings and, and that kind of thing. Right. And that kind of ties into, you know, this is not something that's directly, that directly pertains to price of earnings, but PEG is another kind of a derivative of this that yeah. shines light into some of that. Right. aspect of it um peg you know, popularized by uh what's his name sorry i forgot um uh peter, peter, lynch. Lynch. Yeah. peter lynch yeah exactly so <clears throat> there's a couple of things that i also want to introduce related to the pe which is something that people um often do and peter lynch actually talked about this is looking at the average pe for a company over a longer period of time let's say five years and then seeing what their current pe is relative to that and so what that is kind of telling you is it's a relative valuation, which is also can be very dangerous, right? If you're, you, you know, um, but let's say that they average for the last four or five years has been 15 and now they're trading at seven. 
that can kind of give you an idea of you know relative to the their its own its own uh place you know the the market had valued it at 15 times earnings um and at 7 times earnings it's you know it's cheap right, right? now where you, where you want to be careful about that is if the market had valued it at 40 times earnings and now it's at 25 times earnings, you say, oh, it sounds cheap. Yeah. Well, but that may be because the business is slowing. Mm-hmm. You know, their growth rate is slowing down. And so yeah. they're getting a cheaper you know, valuation. Yeah. So just be mindful of this is that I like Peter Lynch's relative valuation measurement, but that's not the be all end all. Sure. And I don't want to use that as a final decision maker. Yeah. Right. It's just another factor in using, you know, valuation. Yeah. Yeah, and also PEs, depending on the time, PEs, you know, some industries are more richly valued than the others, for example, right? Yeah. Like right now, technology stocks are really hot yeah. or has been for the past couple of years. And let's say, I don't know, railroad or, I don't know, a consumer product like uh, cars. Car, yeah, car is a good example right now. And it's not, or insurance companies, they're not in favor right now. Market doesn't think that they're you know, as valuable as tech technology companies. So. Mm. Depending on the time, depending on the people's psyche, the PEs for that industry will change over time. Yeah, so the way to also you know, think about that is typically, and this is not always the case, but typically um, businesses that have high capital expenditures um, have lower PEs. The industry does. right? So railroads has a very expensive... Uh, reinvestment. Can you, can you re- repeat that for our listeners again? Yeah. Um, so companies that ha- or industries that have high capital expenses, so capital that needs to be reinvested to maintain the the business, they typically have low price to earnings ratios. So you think about cars, we have to repair and you know build new factories to build new cars. Um, railroads where you have to replace you know trains and you have to replace track and you have to do you know maintenance and all of this stuff. As opposed to a tech business where so they, they have PEs in the five to seven range. And then you look at a uh, a tech business and they're trading at forty times earnings. Um, and that's because they they, they have it, it doesn't cost an much to extra, you know, to support more, you know, yep. uh, revenue. Yep. So um, and that that usually means that higher quality businesses that is measured by return on equity so companies with high, very high return on equity of like thirty percent, forty percent, typically also have higher price to earnings ratios. Yeah. So, um, and th- those are usually higher quality businesses, yeah. right? So, I, what I would say is that PE is is a good measure of how uh, cheap a business is in the certain circumstances. Yeah. But you shouldn't use it as a as the final authority on you know on on anything. Yeah. So PE, you know, interesting uh, ratio that a lot, a lot of people use, like I said earlier, but there are a lot of ca- caveats with it, um, and we t- we touched on some of that in this episode. Um, anything else you want to add here before we close off, Ari? Price to earnings. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think um, you know when we are we live in a society where people try to simplify things to the point of absurdity, right? And that is, you know, is evident in the price to earnings ratio, right? So I think if you use the price to earnings appropriately, you know, making sure that these are, you know, multi-year uh, earnings, uh, is the is it stable? 
you know, and we've done this in our checklist. We've we've walked through all of these things to identify how stable the company is, um, and all that. Then PE is 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 an acceptable you know way to do stuff. But once you start um, looking at the PE first, and then only using that as a investment decision, first of all, let's just put it out there: if you buy a basket of you know oh, yeah. blind blindly pick just low PE stocks you actually have a much uh you know higher rate of return so i think of the top decile of low pe stocks uh beats the market by you know 5 6% so you can get a 14 15% return just by buying low pe stocks indiscriminately you know you buy you know if there're 500 yeah. or 1000 of them you buy all of those um that is not strictly value investing right i i wouldn't call that value investing i would say that that's you, you it's know, like indexing. It's it's almost an at an index at that point. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, right? I think um, the uh, uh, Joel Greenblatt actually has an index fund <coughs> that yeah. weights the S and P five hundred by PE or yeah. by valuation metrics. I yeah. wouldn't. I shouldn't say PE. Um, so and you know it gets about a two or three percent higher return, uh, maybe even higher than that, maybe yeah, four or five percent. Um, and so this is a very valid strategy for just picking low PE stocks. And um, but I think but, when yeah. but I think by filtering out some of the ones that are fake low PE yeah. stocks, you can actually do uh, a lot better. even better. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Again, that strategy only works if you buy a whole basket of them. Yeah. Yeah. If you buy like a, f- a few of them and expect them to just pop, right? You know. Most likely, if you don't look at if you don't look at the underlying business and just buy a whole bunch, you know, a few stocks with low PE, that's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, a slight commentary on the society there, Hari, about the simplification, <laughs> but I think it's an apt one, um, and I think it's certainly an apt one for for financial industry. Yep. Okay. Great. Um, <clears throat> that's it for price to earnings. Um, we will talk about price through free cash flow in the next episode in kind of a similar fashion. But for uh, episode 28, price to earnings, that is it for us. Uh, we will see you guys on episode 29. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.